welcome to More Than Myths. David? What? Have you ever watched Shit's Creek? Have I ever watched Oh, Shit's Creek? No, I haven't. Haley, you guys that's you guys need to add that to your list. Oh my god, the list, the never-ending list. <laughs> this is like top of the list. It's like a, it's a it's heartwarming and funny. It's like new girl-esque kind oh, of fun. feels. But No, listen. We're to the top of the list. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Tell me. No, I was tell just me. gonna say I don't even remember anymore. No, tell me. <laughs> Such a dick. I'm pretty sure it was technology and not you. So oh shit, where are my teeth? Oh well. Where are my teeth? <laughs> They're downstairs. I was eating chocolate covered strawberries. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently those are a Mother's Day thing now. Oh, yeah. Forever. Like, Since the histories of mothers. Histories. I feel like if, as a father, I would feel really gypped. Oh, that I just got barbecue stuff and moms get chocolate-covered strawberries. strawberries. Here's some tongs. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, here. I got you meat. Woohoo! And yeah. grill gas. Grill gadgets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, Father's Day me. has to be the least exciting day for most men. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Do you guys have some exciting Father's Day stories coming up? Yeah, tell oh, us. Yeah. Like, did tell your us. kids or your family do something amazing for you? Because I want to know. Because I'm always stumped. Like, Inquiring minds want to know. Inquiring oh, yeah. minds want to know. I never knew what to get my dad. I'm pretty sure I just got him candy every year for yeah. I almost said Valentine's Day, but that's not right. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Welcome to More Than Myths, everybody. Welcome to More Than Myths. We're a show for the curious, where we talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about for an hour and a half every week. <laughs> Mostly it's 20 minutes of Corinne and an hour of Haley. Because oh. <laughs> Haley is a much more diligent researcher than I. No. And it's I... amazing. It's one of my favorite things about her. Thanks. <laughs> My God. I was going to tell you that we are not editing this episode. I'm putting music in. Perfect. And Noted. Going, we're putting it up. I'll be in my best behavior. Because so this, this episode. Yeah. We hope you like muffins because this is fresh. This fresh is going to be. This is our most fresh episode. Spicy. This is yeah, spicy this is muffins, hot out the oven, <laughs> on fire. Episode. Yeah, there, there will be a day that that we record on Saturday and post on Sunday. I know that it will happen. It will someday, happen. But today has is our spiciest yet. So it is our spiciest. Welcome to our unedited, uh, <laughs> unedited, unedited episode. And I'm gonna leave that shit in there so you know it's true. It is true. It's and true. all the while, I'm going to be like, no, we have to take that out. <laughs> yep. She's going to be like, you have to remove that. Nope. <laughs> nope. You guys can hear there. raw, real, Gary. 100% <laughs> Gary. 
show this week. Raw Real Gary. This is my favorite show. Final Space. It's my favorite show. It's my favorite avocado. I love that. Yeah. So Raw Real Gary. <laughs> so I we're like debating on getting a new animal. Like we I'm really like jonesing for a dog right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just it feels wrong. Finny looks so lonely. Oh, sure. And I told Josh that whatever animal we get next is going to be named Mooncake. Shut up. Shut up. I love it. And we'll I call really... her Mooney. <gasps> I'm just call her Cakes. Oh, and Cakes. See, there's so cakes. many good so nicknames many for good... Mooncake. Oh, my gosh. pack. So cute. I was so just cute. like, that's that. That's it. I honestly really wanted a Sphinx cat named Mooncake. That would be perfect. Just I've never naked. I've never cried over a show being canceled. <gasps> and I was sobbing. I okay, if you guys haven't realized, I'm a very emotional. My heart's a lot bigger than I let on. Oh, she's anyway. the biggest pansy. <laughs> I'm not a pansy. I'm just soft-hearted, you butthole. Super soft. See, I, Super see what I mean? Soft. See what I'm saying? Pansy. Super. I can't even handle being called a pansy. I can't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, when I saw that, I cried so much. And if it ever comes up again, like if I see him, I'm like scrolling past it because I can't handle it. Can't do it. I know Olin Rogers is already just, he's also just a super emotional guy I know. anyway. I know. And his like sign off and saying that it was canceled. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. Broke me. It was very, I am excited to see what he does next though. Oh, I don't yeah, know he's... if it's going to be the lions, the lions, then main lion fire, something. I don't know. He's amazing. Whatever he does, I'm on board. I'm bored. My favorite. Did you ever watch his YouTube channel? Yeah. The fucking ghost story in the stall. Mm, you'll have to send me that one. I haven't seen all of them, but I, I haven't have... seen all of them either. But I've I peed my pants laughing. You'll it have to send so it funny. to me. I'm ready to He's pee. Like, somebody was um in the stall next to him, <laughs> and he fucks with them because they didn't know he was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's great. It's so that good. Great. Oh, oh okay. I oh, just got zip. home. I got home from a trip and I heard a story that I have like literally when I heard it, I was like, I cannot wait to tell Haley this story. <laughs> tell me. Are you ready? I'm hey. so ready. So we're all sitting there like we had this dinner cruise, which was really cool. And we're all on this cruise and we're playing like heads up. Mm. Um, And then we're also we were also playing like tell your most craziest thing or tell your celebrity crush, right? You know, tell us the craziest thing you've ever done. So we were like hanging out and we're all telling these stories and laughing and whatnot. And this, and our captain comes down and he's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? You know, there's somebody else driving the boat, of course, but he just has on, on auto, auto boat. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're telling our craziest stories. Tell us your craziest story. And he's like from New Orleans. So okay. he's got this like kind of New Orleans accent. Yeah. And I'm like, if anybody has stories, it's this guy. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. So I was just like, okay, tell us our story. And he's like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. He goes away. 
And he comes back. He's like, I thought of a story. And we're like, <laughs> we all like literally shut up, turned our chairs and like, like chins on our fists listened. We were so thrilled that he was telling us a story. So he tells, he started telling us that he was like, was in the seventies and him and his buddy were driving down the highway. And this is like still hitchhiking time, right? Yeah. So he's like, we're driving on the highway and we saw this hitchhiker and he's got a bag and stuff. And so we just decided, you know, hey, he's just trying to get to the next city. And so we we're like, we'll pick him up. So they picked him up. He got out of the back seat. They're like, hey, hope you're well. You know, we'll, we'll take you as far as we can. He's like, yeah, wherever you can take me is fine. And he like sets his stuff down and they're like, go on their way. And they're kind of noticing after a while that the he stinks. He doesn't smell great. And um, he's a little bit rough around the edges and so they're like yeah. oh yeah this is why you don't pick up hitchhikers you know like <laughs> yikes um and so they're like well we're gonna just drive for you know an hour or so and then we'll drop him yeah say we need to go separate our separate ways or whatever and they were like they started noticing the smell getting worse and worse and they think they thought it was coming from his bag and they were like dude what do you have like it's no. not great and then he's like don't worry about it He's no, like, he won't worry talk. about it. He won't like talk to them. <laughs> right. So they're shitting their pants, right? So he so we're all listening to this story, like, who the fuck? What is happening? Losing our minds, right? We're just yeah. like, oh, tell us everything. So he's like, again, they kind of go along a little bit further. They're like, man, what is in the bag? Can you roll down the window? It that smell is not so good. Bad. It's not good. And finally he got really upset about it. And they're <gasps> and he's like, they're like, whoa, you know, like, don't worry about it. It's fine, man. They're like, but we do need to drop you off. He's like, okay, cool. Um, and so they still needed to go a little bit further. And they're like, really, what do you have in there? They're like, he's like, none of your damn business was the final thing they said he said to them. And he they're like, Whoa, okay, you gotta go. So yeah. they drop him off and he goes on his way. And they start driving, and the smell is still there. No, <gasps> did he leave it in the car? He what left the bag in the car. Shut up. Where did they look? Yeah. What was it? None of your damn business. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he, we were all like, what was in the bag? And he's like, none, none of your damn, damn business. And he left. <gasps> it's, a, it's a joke. Get back here and tell me now. <laughs> I was like, was it Ted Bundy? Like, what? Like, who the fuck was like, was it? Please. <laughs> And it was and it was just a fucking joke that he totally had us on the edges edges of our seats. It was ridiculous. I have a joke. I have a joke. Do you? Yeah. Tell I sent me. it to you yesterday, and you never asked. You never answered me. Why did the tomato blush? Oh, why did the tomato blush? Because it saw the salad dressing. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. So dumb. It's so dumb. It's like that this girl who sleepwalks. Oh, there's oh, a salad dressing in there. <laughs> Selena, she's my favorite. So she gets funny. me. She's so funny. Anyway, that was anyway. our And we were all screaming <laughs> and just beside ourselves. Yeah. Oh I almost missed the punchline, though. I was like, fuck, I didn't say none of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was gotcha. a lot of fun. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's that's a great one. 
It was a it was a good story. Oh my gosh. All right, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What are your muffins? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you all about them. <laughs> what kind of muffin? <laughs> what, what kind of muffins you got? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, guys. Mm. All right. Hmm. Good ones. That's what I got. Good ones. Okay. So, I am going to talk to you today about some cool stuff. <laughs> wow. Get ready. Really so, shaking things up. You better believe it. Can't wait. Sip. All right. So, I am originally from Wyoming. I'm a Wyoming native. And I also really love geology. Uh-huh. Love geology. So yep. today we're going to talk about a really amazing sacred site in Wyoming known to most people as Devil's Tower. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you some really cool facts about this really unique landmark. And then I'm going to tell you some of the sacred oral histories and narratives <gasps> that the Native American tribes in that area have passed down from generation to generation. Ah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, and I'm just going to call it the tower because yeah. there's kind of some, anyway, I'll tell you about that. But um, so it's located in the Northeastern corner of Wyoming. It's in the Black Hills, pretty sure. Um, and it's huge. Have you ever, have you been there? No, I've never been to the state of Wyoming. Okay, I we gotta it. change. We gotta change that. Shit. <laughs> you know. We gotta change that. Because where I, I grew were gonna up, be. where I grew up is the most beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. There are parts of the state that are just kind of like deserty and not yeah. as it's really windy. Um, but where I grew up is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I'm gonna take you. I can't wait. Excellent. Added to Karen Haley's travel list. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh. So. It can be seen for miles in every direction. Like you cannot miss, you cannot miss it. Uh, so from its base, it's about 867 feet tall, which is roughly the height of a 62 story building. Um, it's on what? the top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Hold up. I need, you keep you gotta, going. I'm going to mute. I got to find out like what buildings are 62 stories though. Like, oh, I need yeah. Yeah. Comparison. Check it out. All right. So the summit is the flat part of the tower uh the summit is about 180 feet by 300 feet so it's roughly the size of a football field so it's it's massive it's really big um it was the first national monument in the united states it was declared by president teddy roosevelt on september 24th 1906 and i believe that when he signed the proclamation to name this landmark a national monument um the apostrophe in devils was left out on accident and nobody fixed it so it oh was, it was never corrected and so it's just devils without an apostrophe oh like multiple devils maybe <laughs> many devils <laughs> many devils <laughs> yeah did you find some buildings i'm working on it okay um, it really hit the spotlight when it was in the movie we all know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, in 1977. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. 
Oh, good. I was yeah. like, haven't been I've to seen, Wyoming. Haven't, haven't seen, seen it in seen real life. <laughs> haven't seen it in a movie. <laughs> yeah, we're it's fine. Uh, so there was a time when geologists um, claimed that the tower was an old an old volcano, um, and not surprisingly, geologists still it's up for debate on how it was formed. Um, but the tower is formed from a rare igneous rock called. Let's hope I get this right. Faunalite porphyry. Porphyry. Yeah. And it's the largest example of column columnar. Oh my gosh. Columnar jointing in the world. So it's just huge. Like you can, if you look at pictures, close up pictures, and I'll try to get some for our, um, the Instagram for this episode. Yeah. It's just huge. They look, I think they're hexagon shaped, um, but they're just huge columns. It's, wow. It's crazy. Um, so geologists do agree that Devil's Tower began oh. as a ma- as a like a magma ta- tower, I guess, um, that was buried beneath the Earth's surface. But what they can't agree on are the process by which the magma cooled to form the tower or its relationship to the surrounding geology of the area. Um, the simplest explanation is that the tower is what's called a stock. Um, it's a small intrusive body formed by magma, which cooled underground and was later uh, later exposed by erosion. Okay. Um, it was estimated to have happened around 50 million years ago, and the erosions okay. took place between 5 and 10 million years ago. So this place is very old. Wow. Yeah. Um, some people thought that the entire rock was hollow. But it's not. It's one solid piece of rock. It's it's not hollow. It's not hollow. Okay. It's not hollow. Mm-mm. Um. So in 1876, there was a guy named Colonel Richard Irving Dodge, and he was in the area doing stuff. And his mm-hmm. translator accidentally mistranslated the Lakota word for black bear. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get this right. It's okay. wah wahunk. Oh gosh, wahunk. Sika? Wahunksika? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, which, um, so that's their word for black bear, but their word for bad god or evil spirit is Wakan, Wakansika? Oh gosh. They're really close. It's missing an H. There's an H. Gotcha. There. So he got it wrong. So they thought that it was called the bad god's tower. Oh. But it's actually called bear lodge oh yeah yep so there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of different um tribes of the great plains and black hills region that have connections with this area and today there are over two dozen tribes associated with the tower site um those indigenous peoples of the region today include the arapaho which call the tower uh bears teepee uh, the crow who call the tower Bear Lodge, and they are known to fast and worship at the tower and build small stone dream homes, dream houses, sorry. Um, these are part of their vision quests. Um, the Cheyenne call the tower Bear's Lodge, Bear's House, Bear's Teepee, and Bear's Peak. Um, they would camp and hunt near this area in the winter, and it is, I think, to all of these peoples, it's considered a very holy place. Okay. Um, the Lakota call it 
uh, Bear Lodge, Bear Lodge Butte, Grizzly Bears Lodge, Mythic Owl Mountain, Greyhorn Butte, and Ghost Mountain. Um, of the tribes that are associated with the tower, according to the National Park Service associated with Devil's Tower, mm-hmm. um, they say that the Lakotas arguably have the strongest co- co- the strongest connection or the most well-documented information yeah. about the tower. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So one of the interesting things that I read about the Lakota um, is that they received the white buffalo calf pipe here. It's the most sacred object of the Lakota people. Um, mm-hmm. they received this by white buffalo calf woman who's a legendary spiritual being. So the pipe is sacred. And um, in 1875, General Custer, we all know what happened to him, swore by the pipe that he would not fight Indians again. Mm. We know what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, so it said that he who swears by the pipe and break oaths comes to destruction and his whole family dies or sickness comes upon them. Rip. Yep. Or not, because he went back on his word and he's kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, really not. You got what you deserve. <laughs> really? He absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you some of the first stories and oral histories that are from some of the tribes in this area. Okay. Um. So an Arapaho Lodge was camped at Bear's Teepee. Oh, sorry. Let me start that again. The We're going to start with the Arapaho first. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Sorry. So an Spoilers. Arapaho Lodge. Spoiler. Um, an Arapaho Lodge was camped at Bear's Teepee. Um, the father of this lodge had seven children. He had five boys and two girls. The two girls had made an arrangement to, between themselves that the one who found the end rib bone of a bison should receive the most favors from the brothers. The brothers often made trips to other tribes. After a long search, one of the girls found an end bone of a bison, but on picking it up, she turned into a bear and made some big scratches on her sister's back. The bear girl told her sister, if you tell, the dogs will howl, and this will be a signal, so I will know that you have told. The sister did tell her brothers, and when they heard the dogs howl and give the signal, they were scared and started to run. The bear girl heard the signal and ran after them. The girl who was carrying, the girl who had told was carrying a ball in her hand, which she dropped and accidentally kicked. The ball bounced high up on a big, high rock. The, gr- the bear girl reached over her sister's shoulder to grab the ball, slipped and made very big scratches on the big rock, and fell on her sister and broke the sister's chest. The bear girl climbed to the top of the big, high rock and told her family that there would be seven stars in the shape of a diamond appear in the east. She said the first star... She said the first star out would be off to one side and would be brighter than the other stars. The first star would be called Broken Chest Star. From this time on, the Arapahoes called this big high rock bear's teepee. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so this story, and this is all, I will have a link to this, but this is all on the National Park website. Um, but this story was told by Sherman Sage, who learned it from his father, who um, named Straight Old Man, who in turn learned it from his father, Drying Up Hide. And it was recorded on August 19th, 1932. Wow. So I wanted to f- try to find stuff that was as accurate and from accurate, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Somebody that knows the story. What, yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next one 
is from the Cheyenne. Um, mm -hmm. So a band of Cheyenne went up on one of their visits to Bear Lodge to worship the Great Spirit, as did many other tribes. Families and all members of the tribes came as Bear Lodge was known as a holy place. After having camped there for several days, one of the Cheyenne Braves noticed that his wife was gone from camp, staying away for a short time. As time went on, he noticed that she was gone longer than before. And the Brave couldn't understand why his wife was gone from the lodge so much. He was really devoted to her. He loved her. He was a good hunter as well as a brave warrior. And she always had a lot of buffalo, antelope, and deer meat. And he furnished her with fine skins to make nice clothing. So he thought that there was some other Brave in his band that might be courting his wife. Mm -hmm. So he watched to see what man went missing when his wife left camp. He found that no man was missing when his wife was gone. This man also saw that his wife had a skin over her shoulders, which she did not wear before coming to the camp. One day, when she was gone longer than usual, he laid in wait for her. On her return, he asked her where she had been and what drew her from camp so much of the time. She would not answer any of his questions. Then the man became mad and tore the skin from her shoulders and saw that she was covered with scratches. He demanded that she tell him what man had abused her. Becoming frightened at the way her husband was acting, she told him that she had been charmed by a very big bear that lived in the big rock. The bear had no mate and had become infatuated with her while she was out gathering fruit. Fearing for the safety of the camp, she had submitted to the bear's embraces, which accounted for the scratches to her shoulders. Then the warrior told his wife to lead him to the bear so that he could kill it. When they found the bear, the man had great fear because the bear was big very big. Mm -hmm. The bear slapped the woman with his paws and changed her into a bear. The man ran to the camp to get the rest of the braves to help him kill the big bear. They found the bear had crawled into a cave, leaving his hind feet in the door. The bear's feet were so big that nobody could get past them. They could just not get close enough to the bear to kill him, so they shot his feet to make him come out. When Ooh. the bear came out, he was so big that all the warriors were scared and climbed up on this big rock. These men were so scared that they prayed to the Great Spirit to save them. In answer to their prayers, the rock began to grow up out of the ground, and when it stopped, it was very high. The bear jumped at the men, and on the fourth jump, his claws were on the top. The Great Spirit had helped the men, and now they, ha they had great courage, and they shot the bear and killed him. When the bear fell backwards and pushed the big rock, the big rock leaned. After that, the bear woman made this big rock her home, so the Cheyennes call it Bear Lodge. <sighs> That was my favorite. That was one of my That's favorite That's a good ones. one. That was a good one. Yeah, so this one was told to Dick Stone by Youngbird, who is a Cheyenne, whose home was on the Lame Deer Reservation. Um, and Youngbird said, this is a true story. It happened. I love it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I've got two more. Two more? Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is from The Crow. Uh, once when some crows were camped at Bear's house, two, two little girls were playing around some big rocks. There were lots of bears living around the big rock, and one big bear, seeing the girls alone, was going to eat them. The big bear was just, about, was just about to catch the girls when they saw him. The girls were scared, and the only place that they could get was on top of the rocks which, around which they had been playing. The girls climbed the rocks, but still the bear could catch them. The great spirit, seeing the bear was about to catch the girls, caused the rock to grow up out of the ground. The bear kept trying to jump on top of the rock, but he just scratched the rock and fell down to the ground. The claw marks are on the rock now. 
The rock kept growing until it was so high that the bear could not get to the girls. The two girls are still on top of the rock. I love that Um, in all of these stories, it's like some, it's not the same, but mm -hmm. they're similar. They're similar. Yes. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was always the story that I was told growing up, um, like going to, um, we would go to, oh no, why can't I think of the word? Rendezvous. We'd go to rendezvous and they would Mm -hmm. tell stories. And the story that I always heard was that the marks on Devil's Tower was made from a great big bear. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this legend was told to Dick Stone by Ride the White Hip Horse. um, And it was interpreted by Ghost to Magpie. Um, In 1932, I believe. Yeah. 1932. Um, All right. So I've got two more. Okay. All right. Uh, The next one is from the, I believe I'm going to pronounce this right, the Kiowa tribe. Um, So before the Kiowa came south, they had camped on a stream in the far north where there were great many bears. One day, seven little girls were playing at a distance from the village and were chased by some bears. The girls ran toward the village and the bears were just about to catch them when the girls jumped on a low rock about three feet high. One of the girls prayed to the rock, rock, take pity on us, rock, save us. The rock heard them and began to grow upwards, pushing the girls higher and higher. When the bears jumped to reach the girls, they scratched the rock, broke their claws and fell on the ground. The rock rose higher and higher. The bears still jumped at the girls until they were pushed up into the sky where they now are seven little stars in a group, which is actually the Pallades. Yeah. In the winter, in the middle of the night, the seven stars are right over this high rock. When the people came to look, they found the bear's claws turned to stone all around the base. Aww. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Kiowa call this rock so, so, uh, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. It's T-S-O dash A-A, that double consonant. I don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but possibly because it grew tall like a tree. Um, and this right. was told by I See Many Campfire Places, who was a Kiowa soldier at Forest Hill, Oklahoma in 1897. Cool. I have one more. I love it. Then we're all the variations. Then we're through. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the Pleiades lines up over the top of the tower, I thought was so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course, that's where that came from. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the last one is the Lakota. And in the Lakota tribe long ago was a brave warrior who often went alone into the wilderness where he would fast and worship the great spirit in solitude. Being alone helped him to strengthen his courage so that in the future he could carry out his plans. One day, this warrior took his buffalo skull and went along into the wilderness to worship, standing at the base of Mato Tepila. After he had worshipped for two days, he suddenly found himself on top of this high rock. He was very much frightened as he didn't know how he would get down. After appealing to the great spirit, he went to sleep. When he woke, he was very glad to find that he was again at the base of this high rock. He saw that he was standing at the door of a big bear's lodge as there was footprints of a very big bear there. 
He could tell that the cracks in the big rock were made by the big bear's claws. So he knew that all the time he had been on top of this big rock, he had been standing on a big bear's lodge. From this time on, his nation called this high rock Marotepila, and they would go there often to worship. The buffalo skull is still on top of this big high rock and can be seen on the highest point. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never <gasps> been up there. Me People either. rock climb. People rock climb up there. So, oh my gosh, we have to yeah. fact check that. We'll have to fact check that one. But this was told to Dick Stone by Short Bull, who lived a short distance west of Oglala, South Dakota, on July 31st, 1932. That's so cool. So, those are some <clears throat> oral histories and sacred stories about Bear's Lodge. Uh, I never want to call it Devil's Tower ever I know. again. Nope. Oh, that's so good. They, they've tried to petition. There have been petitions that have gone out around to try to have it be changed. Yeah, to why no not? Avail. No avail. I bet. I don't know. I, why. Come on, national parks. Right. It's not. I don't think. I don't know like, why. It's not a thing. It you just matter. Have to make it matters. Signs. It does matter. It matters, it matters to them to change it, right? right. Nobody yeah. cares if it's called Devil's Tower or not. No. And you miss the apostrophe anyways. Exactly. You got it wrong. You fucked it up already. <laughs> yeah, Make it did. right. Make it right. That's what we anyway. that's in this host humble humble opinion. In both these hosts' humble opinions. In these yeah. hosts humbles humble opinions. Humble's opinions. <laughs> humble's opinions. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it. Yeah. I won't call it devil I won't call it Devil's Tower anymore. I'll just call it Bear's Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that was, was the name of the story. Oh. Yay. I'm glad you liked I it. I liked it. Excellent. Uh big goals though. I would love if we could have some guests who are native who want to come tell all the stories. I would be about so that. Thrilled. Yes. So thrilled. Let's go. Um, yeah, actually, honestly, if you're from anywhere in the world and you want to be a guest on our show and tell stories about where you're from, we want to hear from you. We so want to hear from you. At more than miss podcast at gmail.com and we will make it happen. We will make it happen because we would love that. We would love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're Are you ready? <laughs> you may think I forgot. Because I did. But we are going to talk about Lumeria part two. Shut up. I'm so 80, excited. 84 years later. It's been 95 years. I can't remember what she says, but it's been 84 years. It's been 84 years and I can still smell the fresh paint. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's we so need to exciting. add quoting Titanic to our drink our sipping oh list. Oh my gosh, quoting any movie. <laughs> it's true. When we do quotes, all right, adding it.
I gotta pull uh, that up. Anytime we quote anything. Take a sip. And if you don't yeah, know what we can. quote, we'll tell you. We'll tell you. Um yeah. So again, if you have been here for a while or not a while, we talked about Lumeria in episode two. So it's been a hot minute. And we are going to cover part two today. And last time I talked about, um, yeah, <laughs> I talked about a lot. But I remember because I just was doing the reel about it that I <gasps> absolutely fucked up. And I got to do it again. So keep an eye out for that because I'm really trying because I'm trying to be a supportive co-host and ah, <laughs> Actually, it's a lot easier on TikTok, so I need to show you how to do it on Yeah, TikTok. you're going to have to show me because I fucked it all up on Instagram. It's all good. Yeah, fucked don't. Fucked it all up. Rule, Reels has some cool features, but I prefer editing on TikTok. Mm, okay, it's a lot, yeah. It's a lot easier, so I'll show you. Um, but yeah, so you, this Reel will be out soon, so it'll be a nice little mm -hmm. recap. Um, so maybe check that out and then listen to this episode. But anyway... I just want to reiterate from the second episode to this episode, there is literally no consistent information about Lumeria. <laughs> Absolutely all over the place. So I'm going to share a whole lot of nonsense and hopefully it will make some sense. So here we go. What do we remember about Lumeria? Um, if you do need a refresh, as I said, it's episode two. Uh, but this is a fabled lost continent that no one seems to agree on where it was or how long ago <laughs> it was around. Uh, but it was believed to have a race of beings called star people. And the star people were an advanced race and were thought to have been wiped out by a catastrophic event. Uh, the event took out most of its inhabitants, technology, and knowledge. So... As I said in our first time when we were talking about it, it was like 84 million years ago or 20,000 years ago or 4,000 years ago. It was just really <laughs> inconsistent about the timing and placement. Also, this time when I was doing more research, I was talking about it being between like Africa and India. And I found a lot of evidence that was supporting it being like more in the Pacific Islands. Oh, so like Australia and China between gotcha. like this. So I'm like, wait a minute. Where what is the this place? Was this place? <laughs> so anyway, as I said, it consistently inconsistent. Um, so what we kind of talked about before is that the theory was that it was serving as a land bridge between Asia and Africa, um, which we know is now not true because we know more about plate tectonics and like Pangea and where everything used to fit together. <laughs> Bitch, don't know about Pangea. About Pangea. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on the same page. I saw your eyes light up. Um, I was like, oh. Uh, so I also tried to, so they also, so the reason they thought it was a land bridge is because they found lemurs in parts of India that were found in Madagascar and they were unsure of how that possibly could have happened. Um, and so the scientist, I don't remember his name. It's an Pong episode Yong. two. Pong Yong. Pong Yong. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Um, he 
had speculated that there had been land there before that was now no longer there. Um, I also tried to go into the real reason that lemurs can be found in multiple locations. Um, and then I was getting into really deep scientific debates about it. Oh, and, geez. you know, and also how like it was going to get into different species and it was just too much. It was too much. <laughs> I was like, whoa, guys, I'm not going to find out how lemurs can be in two places for you for this quick little bit of fact, because it was turning out to be like needing to be a thesis paper. <laughs> I was like, no, nope. I tried. Um, so it also was said to be an ancient land that predates thousands of years. It predates Atlantis, Babylon and Egypt. So, whoa. Okay. But then, uh, yeah, this is next. I'm like kind of getting ahead of myself and I'm realizing it's in my notes. And I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> it did find more information about it being in the Pacific, as I said, and where it was like about 4.5 million years old. Um, and then it thrived and flourished until 200 or until 25,000 years ago mm -hmm. alongside Atlantis. Oh. So, these two civilizations were like Lumeria had been around much longer mm -hmm. and was much more established, but then it was also like, it was so much older than even like Atlantis, I guess. Crazy. Um, so let's talk about the people. Last <gasps> time I said, we were going to talk about the people and some of the things that they had and what makes it cool. So um, remember that I said that they were, um, to be like heightened spiritually um, and we're also telekinetic. Uh, while we've discovered that we're not sure where it was located, it, it was known to house ancient inhabitants that were known to be powerful and worshipped and they worshipped the great old ones. Okay. Which, that's a whole other subject. The great I was old like, ones. Like, Ooh. Yeah. Um, so the great old ones were worshipped as their gods. The okay. great old ones are another episode altogether. See, I'm like fucking. <laughs> You're on it. I, I, You're my on notes. It. My notes are like my in my my brain. That's weird. Um, they're said to be an ancient creature or creatures of great power who slumber in the depths of the world. So, so my thought, like how you. What if it was on the back of like a giant turtle? Oh, I right? mean, who knows? But like we were getting into like kind of Cthulhu. Oh yeah, sea monsters, oh, right? God. I was just like, <laughs> holy shit! So we'll come back to it. I promise. But I got excited. Um. So one place I read was that they actually got their gifts from the great one old ones to advance their civilizations and cultures. So that's one way. Um, but then there was also said that they traveled on a pathway of light that came from the stars known as the Pleiades. <gasps> Shut up. I almost peed my pants when you said that. In the last episode, oh like last episode, oh my god, <laughs> ten minutes, ten ago. minutes ago. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, that's so I cool. was like, is that what 
is in my yeah. episode. It yeah. is. It is. So. Crazy. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think this is the closest like overlapping yeah. we've had so uh-huh. far. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's a moment. It is a moment. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Um, when they arrived, they landed on and settled on the legendary continent known as Mew. So I called it Moo in our oh, first Mew. episode. It's Mew. Gotcha. Um, or Lumeria. So when they arrived, they took human form and were, and were known to the Mew people. So they were people there. Already Mm -hmm. that they were then like they greeted and co-inhabited with. They were known as the Televi Omana Huana. There we go. Te Levi Omana Huna. There we go. Uh, this translates to the people of secret power. Um, and they were said to have powerful magic. Ooh. Another concept is that they're actually algorithms generated by a simulation and stayed on the planet until their experiments were over. Shut up. <laughs> Yikes. I know these, that one creeps me out a little yeah, bit. That one's a little bit too. These were able to move throughout space and time. With the heightened abilities. <laughs> Yikes. That one that one got me too. I was yeah. like, Whoa. aliens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Enough of aliens. Enough. <laughs> For at least, I don't know, five episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> um so why Lumerians were here depends on what you read, but some of the ideas were that they were here to observe human evolution. Um, and that, and some think that they actually seeded the human race. So they're the ones who put us here. Another idea was that the continent was not land, but a giant alien spaceship that left when they were done. No. So, not a turtle <gasps> that went into the depths, but a ship that just <laughs> straight <laughs> up off. left. Maybe it was, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yep. Some people associate Lumerians and dolphins and believe they're connected to this earth and still have a connection with these aliens to communicate back to them what they find out. <gasps> okay. Dolphin. Uh, oh, uh, double O dolphin. <laughs> Oh, 
that's it. The, the episode's over. I can't top that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy no. shit, that uh, caught me off guard. Double O Dolphin. Because I wrote double, like D O U B L E. Zero dolphin. And I was like, double dolphin. O oh, dolphin. I was just like, not reading it. I was like, double O oh, dolphin. <laughs> All right. So, dolphins are spies for the alien race that left us. <clears throat> oh, it's also said that Lumerians can telepathically communicate with dolphins. So, that's how they actually spy on us. <laughs> okay. <Ooh. laughs> oh my god, I have so many notes. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Sorry, guys. Just a brief intermission there. Uh Okay, on some sites, I found that the Lemurians taught the Mew people their sacred knowledge of how to use energy to align the human body, mind, and spirit. And it was later adopted by the Polynesians who developed this knowledge to harmonize someone's inner realm with the universe. They brought this forth with the magic of dance, rhythm, chant, and touch. Now, I'm going to say this again. The information I found on Lemuria is all over the place. Mm -hmm. and I seriously don't believe that last sentence that I said. Yeah. I seriously don't believe that the Polynesians learned something from aliens. If that's how it happened, that's fantastic. But I just want to make sure that it's clear that I'm not yeah. saying some <clears throat> something about a culture that I don't know. Right. Yes. So right. this is what I found, but it's probably not true <laughs> um american futurist david childress believed that the lumerians had one government one language and were all educated um which was to the key to the empire's success oh, and i okay. looked this up and i was like it was like between kind of like i was trying to kind of figure out what kind of um society that would have been oh, you know okay. And I was like, is that a communist society or is that more of a socialist? Mm -hmm. um, so there was I, – I couldn't find one that really fit that bill. But mm -hmm. I was I was kind of digging to see if he had an agenda. Gotcha. Right? I was like, yeah. hmm, I wonder what he was promoting at this time in his life. And I honestly couldn't find a lot on him anyway. So oh, okay. I was just hmm. like, if he's promoting communism – or right. something like that. I was trying right. to kind of draw those ties and I was having a hard time finding it. So, gotcha. Um however, I'm not sure if that falls into the definition, but it was believed that the civilization was ruled by an emperor and empress. They ruled over 10 kings and queens who ruled over dukes and duchesses, you know, monarchy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um it was said that the quality of life in Lumeria was high for everyone, though, and everyone was able to be educated. So that kind of matches his theory, right? Mm -hmm. It is also said that Lumerians were 
in contact with other civilizations such as fey, elves, and the deep ones, (gasps) which is another episode, which are fish people that worship Kahulu. Crazy. Okay. This contact was more than just that. They sometimes allied and other times warred each other. So it's like there's a theory that (gasps) these advanced old civilizations were just like multiple civilizations. Sure. Right. Um, now I found some information that said when Lemuria and Atlantis were the higher evolutionary, oh, when they were the higher evolutionary members while us humans were still evolving, their ideas were different. So Atlanteans thought we should be controlled by the two superior beings and the Lemurians Mm. believed that humans should be left to their own development. Mm which resulted in a cataclysmic war that left nothing but death and destruction of the two civilizations altogether. So that's one of the theories of like what happened to both Atlantis and Lumeria is that they wiped each other out. Because Atlantis just disappeared. It's yep. in, we have it in some, I don't know who wrote it. Somebody wrote it, but they were like, and then one day Atlantis just sank into the sea. It's just gone. It's just gone. Or it got sucked up into space. Or it got sucked up into space. You never know. Oh. Um, there are a few witness accounts of people seeing Lumeria still thriving. The <gasps> first one is in 1904 when J.C. Brown said that he discovered an underground city 11 miles deep into the mountain. And this is Mount Shasta. And he told everyone about his discovery. He said that there were gold, shields, mummies, some mummies over being over 10 feet tall. Whoa. It's crazy. Ugh. Yikes. Um, and he had put together a group of people to explore, and 80 people um, gathered to leave mm-hmm. on their expedition, and J.C. Brown disappeared and was never found again. <gasps> Wait, so, with the 80 people, or he just didn't show up? He never showed up. Whoa. So was oh, he stopped? No. <gasps> from revealing what? secrets or was he a fraud dang it i'd like to know like the latter uh the latter well, or the wait, first the former sorry the former the first i was like he was kind of like, cool if he was like, like you know lumeria mob silence yeah yeah for sure but nicely yeah he got, like, he just got pulled into the civilization and they're like you know right. about us so you have to live here you can never go back come with us to the palladies yep there you go um, and it was said last time, oh, as I said last time, science has so much evidence <laughs> to prove that this, the land did not disappear in this way. Mm-hmm. And there's no genetic evidence or rivet, written evidence of this existing. Oh. So that's the, that's what I have for you on Lemuria part two. That's great. Final nonsense of it all. (laughs) The final nonsense of it all. Oh, that was great. Oh my gosh. Maybe that guy did get taken out by Lumerian. Right. Also, I looked up buildings. So the Chrysler building is 77 stories. Mm. 
I wanted to find out like pretty big, right? Yeah, pretty big. Yeah, so it would it would hold its own. Yeah, Bear Lodge would hold its own in Mm -hmm. New York City. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We. Wow. We. Hey guys, an hour episode. You're welcome. You are welcome. This is hot and fresh. Ready hot for and you fresh. To, for your ear holes in an hour. Yeah, it's man. like baking a cake. <laughs> Frosting is going to be melting on this baby. I was going to say, I don't know anything about baking cakes, but I don't think they take an hour, but still. Maybe. But yeah, Maybe. it's going to be, it's hot. It's good. It's gooey. It's fresh. It's fresh. Fresh. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Remember to check out our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. And that's check it, it out. Check it out. <laughs> uh, if you hear anything wrong in this episode or any of our previous episodes or any of our previous mistakes episodes, please let us know. We are human. We are learning. We are looking for more information that we want to know so if you hear it we will never be offended or hurt send us an email at more than at gmail.com yeah send it to us wherever you podcast sorry i totally lost my train of thought wherever you <laughs> wherever you get your podcast spotify apple if you can just take a couple minutes and if you aren't subscribed to follow us just do that um let your friends know let your coworkers know i mean say Hey, I found this really cool podcast that has a bunch of random episodes that you're probably going to love. Send it to yeah. If you have a couple minutes and you can write a review, we love reading the reviews that we have. Yeah. They're Maybe so you just nice. leave us one. Oh, so nice. Oh, you guys are so nice. That would be awesome if you leave us a review. Got just a couple minutes. Yeah. And remember, if you love us. Tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your coworker. Oh my gosh, tell every coworker. Until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.